0: Do you guys want to do a do you want to do a Jack James review instead of our show this week?
1: What
2: would a jock Do I have to jam- listen to the Jock Jams?
0: No, just- no, you got to you just got to talk about them.
1: But we haven't I mean like do you want us to respond to specific things or just in general?
0: No, like a give it a grade. Uh which ones did you own? How many volumes were there? Oh, there's infinite volumes. I'm, can, I, yeah, can,
1: well, can I guess? Can I guess that the number is uh, fifty-six Jock Jams?
2: Whoa, that's <laughs> super high. I'm going way low. <laughs> I don't think they infinite. broke double digits.
1: Oh, they definitely. Uh, there's got to be a Jock Jams like 12, 15,
0: 22. Come on. And the answer is well. Jason wins for sure. Ah,
2: um, you're thinking were, you're thinking of now that's now that's music, or
0: whatever. Yeah, maybe what you're doing. Those okay.
2: there was like infinite numbers.
0: Okay. Right. This one, uh, there was Jock jams one through five, and then Jock jams the All Star Jock jams, which I'm assuming was uh, the greatest hits of the great of the, Jock of jams. the greatest hits. Yeah, and yeah. then there was also Jock Rock, which is. Uh,
1: uh, I think we can call that the unofficial uh, six. Uh, a three-part <laughs> series as well. Oh, three
2: parts! Uh, okay, so
0: now oh. we're up to ten. Yeah, you know, now we're up to basically. ten. Yeah. All
1: right.
0: So, but these—the uh, the last one came out in two thousand one.
2: Hmm. Uh, Jacques oh, Rocks uh, was the is uh, <laughs> uh, a French DJ. Uh, hmm. I could—I was almost there. I Had something funny. <laughs> There's something funny about him being French but Jacques yeah. Rock being a French guy. No, I like
1: it. <laughs> right. He didn't actually even mix anything. He just smoked cigarettes and talked about how
2: <laughs> today <That's right. laughs> music is what about. it
1: used to be. Sure. Oh, Why even play the music for you? <laughs> you won't appreciate it or understand. Mm-hmm. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jacques.
2: No a dick. Dick. Shock. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Harper's not here. We're off uh, on a little, little uh, tangent. We got no enforcer here to mm-hmm. whip us into shape. We do whatever we want.
1: <laughs> School's out, bitches!
0: <laughs> yeah, so uh, just prepare to... Uh, It'll be great. It'll
1: be
2: fun.
0: Y'all motherfuckers don't watch us play throughout the year to tell you the truth.
2: I'm gonna be real with you and I don't care if I get yeah. fine.
1: I got my sweet Jerry Ross to
2: put shoes on. The
0: train is off the track.
2: I feel like you, you can't just like jump through Neptune and be okay. Just
1: prepare to. What the show needs is more dogs and bears. <laughs> yeah,
0: so uh, just prepare to uh, be a watch and Goodness. Welcome Pacers fans. You are listening to the Undebeatables, your semi-weekly Pacers podcast. Today is January 24th. 2021. This is episode 496. Coming to you from Indianapolis, Indiana. I'm your host Joey Gafrida the man behind the dials and season ticket holder. This show, we're going to discuss a one and three week of basketball with the games against the Clippers, Mavericks, Magic, and the Raptors. Joining me this show are two of our three analysts, coast to coast, like buttered to toast. First, from Silver Spring, Maryland. The birthplace of Dave Chappelle.
2: It's the (laughs) doctor, Jason Triplett. What is up, Pacers fans? What is up, Undebeatables? Shout out. I don't want to do this, but I think I have to give a shout out to Tom Brady for somehow Mm. getting back to another Super Bowl. It's unbelievable. It's really unbelievable. And the Super Bowl will be in Tampa Bay, correct? Yeah, Tampa now will be the the first team ever to... uh, Make it to the Super Bowl in the city in which is hosting it. It's crazy. It's very impressive.
0: Boom! Impressive. Uh, and from Indianapolis, <laughs> Indiana, And he's in a good mood. He's our in-house bartender, <laughs> mixing up the drinks in the crappy jingles. John Colson.
1: What is up, Pacer Nation? Glad to be with you. Um, shout out this week to uh, Pops Colson. Uh, lost his brother. Uh, just last week, and uh, his, his best friend just the other day. So, um, mm. yeah, um, stay safe out there, and um, take care of yourselves, and, and just, uh, you know, want Pops to know we're thinking of, so.
2: Yeah. Yeah, shout out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there was a couple other notable uh, people we lost uh, this week as well. Larry King, uh, Hank Aaron was another one uh, this mm-hmm. week, and... It's it's uh, a lot of good people we're, uh, we're missing now, but yeah, stay safe. And if you're in Indiana and you're over seventy, uh, you are eligible to uh, get the, at least the first round of the the uh, the COVID nineteen vaccination. And I mean, lots of other people too, if you're frontline and um, healthcare workers and people like that.
1: I know we have a a wide reach, so I don't want to blow up uh, any spots or anything. But uh, I know that a lot of my parents, uh, friends and family are having trouble getting uh, vaccines up north. uh, But the uh, hospitals downtown, if you're willing to make the 30, 40 minute trip, uh, do have
0: available spaces. So
1: go ahead and check those out.
0: Um, before we get into the show, I'd like to remind you that you can support us uh, anytime uh, you like by heading over to patreon.com slash undebeatables. Um, that is our uh, direct support method we've got these days. Um, you can become a patron. Um, and thanks to everyone who's done done that. Um, if you start at the $5 level, we will ship you a koozie. And you get to join our... Uh, Slack community, um, and uh, you can support us as, for as little as a dollar a month. It really helps, um, really helps us. Like for example, we we just had our uh, website hosting uh, renew because we just had our eighth birthday.
2: Hey, uh, shout out!
1: Shout I, out I, to. I, us. I did get uh, my bronze uh, clay
0: pot that you sent. Joe. Yeah, Thanks. no, I hope you enjoyed it's that beautiful. idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, uh, the hardest part was was making the kiln uh, and, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and obtaining the uh, the raw metals but uh, sure, the, sure, besides yeah. that it was easy right: I mean the actual craftsmanship you know that just comes from the heart, you know right but uh, <laughs> i 'm I'm using it as a spittoon. that was the goal, right that's, That was for years, but uh, <laughs> you know everyone gets one that 's uh, that's for them Sure. You know?
1: Uh, J- Jason's is
2: a potty, Jason's is a a potty, a potty, potty trainer. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I think that's what we'll use it for. But for now, you know, it's, we can bathe the, the bathe the kid. Sure, a little bit. Yeah, um, when he gets a little bigger, that's
1: where you.
0: Yeah, that to... What do you think? Uh, what do you think I got for Harper uh, that I crafted him?
1: Um, I'm assuming it's some sort of uh, bulletproof
2: vest. Yeah, it can be. It can be, or a helmet. Yeah. Ooh, helmet. Be there you go. Into yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. It's a
0: uh, very versatile for all us mm-hmm. enforcing. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. For all your enforcing needs. Uh, yes. So patreoncom undefeatables is where you can uh, help us uh, fund these type of projects and more. Um. Well, gentlemen, we had a we had a week of basketball uh, this week. It was uh, not the best, not the best um, results. Uh, the the first game um, was after we had recorded uh, last week, but uh, took on the Clippers, uh, ending their finishing up their uh, uh, road trip, and they lose to the Clippers. One twenty nine to ninety six, uh, not looking good. Miles Turner out with injury at this time. Um, you know McDermott, McDermott's been been a nice uh, bright spot for most time. He dropped twenty three points. You know Sabonis doing his work and Brogdon as well. But uh, PG had a good night. Um, I'm assuming the first one he's had since he left the Pacers. Sure,
1: uh, he he definitely hammer dunked this uh, in this game too.
0: Yeah, well, whatever. Um, second game of the week. Sorry, my tab is deciding to reload right now.
2: <laughs> I've got
0: too many Jack Jams uh, tabs open up. <laughs> <laughs> Next game, Wednesday, January 20th, uh, versus the Dallas Mavericks. Um, Mavs take this one. 124 to 112. Um, again, Miles Turner out this game, and uh, we'll probably talk about this a little bit more. But I think it has affected our team as a whole. Uh, Brogdon and Sabonis had 25, 26 points, had a good night. Uh, Porzingis poor was was the man to stop, and uh, we did not do that. Yeah. Uh, he was uh, just out there crushing. Uh, 27 points for him. Uh, next game Friday. The January 22nd, Pacers beat the hapless Orlando Magic 120 to 118. Uh, this one went uh, to OT. Uh, Pacers win this one. Um, good showing from basically across the board from the starting lineup. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon continues his good work 23 points. Uh, Sabonis 18 and 11. And uh, on the on the uh, magic side, Vucevic gets his uh, customary double double, twenty four and twelve, and uh, Evan Fournier uh, drops twenty six on us. Jeremy and, Lamb and, by and the missed way. the game winner. Yeah, Party. deal. Deal with it. <laughs> um, Jeremy Lamb looking looking hot off the bench, twenty two points, and a uh, final game of the week As Sunday today earlier today, January twenty fourth, Raptors win. The day game, one hundred and seven, one hundred and two. Uh, OG and Anobi uh, lit us up, thirty points. Miles um, Turner back in the lineup, dropping twenty five for us. And Jeremy Lamb off the bench. Short rotation, only only eight eight players hit the floor today for the Pacers. But yeah, I
1: think old Nate wanted to beat his old team. Nate, I guess he's new Nate, not
0: old Nate. Right, mm-hmm. new, new Nate wanted new to beat Nate his old to be, team. Right, new Nate, yeah. old team. Yeah. But one in three, uh, uh, Colson, um, you know, a- as we mentioned, so Miles Turner not playing for much of the week and uh, kind of didn't expect him to be back for a while, um, but, but he's back. And um, Jeremy Lamb back in the lineup for the first time in like a year.
1: Yeah. Um, so uh, Turner had, uh, I think what they're saying is an avulsion. Is that, is that what, a fracture? Is that what we're calling it? Um, I, I looked this up uh, on, online, and basically, it's when a tendon pulls uh, from your bone and pulls a piece of the bone off with it. Wow. Did, um, um, yeah, and avulsion fracture. Avulsion fracture. And uh, the uh, you know WMD or whatever said it was going to be three to twelve weeks recovery. Uh, Miles Turner's back within ten days because he's a just a champ. Um, and when I had uh, put up 22 uh, against Orlando and then 25 tonight with six blocks um, this kid uh, is a beast so shout out miles Turner I think he he gets the game ball for the week. Um, the other the other guy as you mentioned Joey Jeremy lamb uh, coming back and looking really good immediately um, is just scoring the basketball. I thought today, he seemed a little behind on defense. There were some defensive rotations that he missed, uh, but again, he's learning a whole new system. Um, so that's, that's, you know, to be expected, but he knows how to put the ball in the basket, which is nice to have uh, coming off that bench. Uh, you know, Jason, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned. Um, you know, we, uh, you know, at the end of last week, put up these just dominant wins where we're holding teams, Uh, below 90 points we look like we figured out defense Um, and then we get blown out against the Clippers Uh, we were basically down six to eight points against the Mavs would crawl back in it make it close and then they would knock it back to six to eight points Um, this Orlando game which we were um, you know which was at our house was two points for two points we never could gain any distance uh, in all of those games, we got out rebounded, and all of those games we shot poorly. Um, and then in this Toronto game, same thing. We were kind of always in it, but we were always kind of down six. You know, like uh, we were. We had a chance to win it with a, just a couple minutes left, but we made some some bad fouls, and we were already over the limit. And I thought that really put us out of the game. Um, and then of course Sabonis misses a chippy at the end that would have made it close, but. I think my concern is, you know, we're going from, I, I was incredibly optimistic to now being like, if we hadn't pulled out an overtime win against Orlando at our house, we've would been swept this week. It's concerning.
2: Yeah, it's definitely concerning. Um, caveat is that, um, you know, we don't have all of our horses out there, right? I mean, you know, you're missing Turner for two of these games, and more importantly, we're missing TJ Warren and we don't have Karis Levert. We haven't he hasn't been able to hit the floor yet, right? Um which essentially means that we're down in Old Depot, right? Like these are major cogs in your your team on both ends of the floor. Like it's gonna be hard. Some of the rotations that we've seen out there this week are just odd. You know. McDermott is all of a sudden um, a starter. You know, I don't know what happened to Ed Sumner. I don't know what he did to Coach noonate but right. he is in the doghouse yes, for is. some reason. I don't know what he did. Um, It's good to see Lamb back, you know, but it's going to take him a while to get his sea legs. And, I mean, so, I mean, if you go game by game, right, you can kind of figure it out, right? Let the, the Clippers game, the Clippers are playing good ball. They've won seven straight games. They have two of the best, you know, 15 to 20 yeah. players in the league um they're playing a good brand of basketball and they're winning games they're they're shooting lights out from three-point range right now um they're a buzzsaw right and we ran into it a dallas game i didn't see all of that dallas game but that definitely seemed like that miles turner would have helped a lot in that game well, Porzingis uh, was just being just to a unicorn. keep Porzingis in check. Right? I mean, he.
1: I mean, like
2: he's unopposed.
1: He was, and like he does this like weird like it's not like a set three pointer. Like he's just way behind the line and like steps into it and like he's like at one foot out. It's it's he's devastating um, when he's going. Like they mm-hmm. really missed him. He's because you know Dallas doesn't play a ton of defense uh, in general, but um offensively they look really formidable when you put him along
2: Luka Doncic mm-hmm. and then just mm-hmm. a bunch of professional basketball
1: players that know how to play
2: to play the game so that's right yeah and they they hit key shots when they need to you know Tim Hardaway Jr hit a couple shots and yeah um, you know and then the the Orlando game the I mean thank god we won that Orlando game I was, <sighs> my poor wife was uh I, I was in one of those dis- Despondent is not the right word, but I was just like uh, very down on us. I was like, "Of course, we're gonna lose this game. We always lose one of these games to Orlando every year, where we are seem like we should be up by fifteen to twenty the entire game, but somehow they are right there with us. Like we could never get stretch the lead from six to ten, you know? Yeah, I mean, and you're right. Like you know, you're right. We should right have back. we should have won that game by ten points. We were so much better than them. Like, yep. and and even we were playing better than them. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how they were." hanging around but they were hitting threes when they needed to and you know we had a turnover here and there that that caused problems so i i am with you i'm i'm a little bit worried too but i am uh assuaged i guess by the fact that you know it's not a a, a full picture of our team right um because we are uh injury riddled and then the toronto game right like Nick Nurse, you know, basically did a triangle and two and took out Sabonis and Brogdon because he said these are the only two horses you got. Like, and they both know. just shot like shit. I mean, they were awful from the floor. Now,
1: yeah. um, you know, Brogdon hit some key shots down the stretch to get us back into it or to keep us alive. Um, yeah. And you know, Sabonis did what he could on the, uh, you know, on the boards. What do you have? Like nineteen rebounds, something like that. Yeah, um, but yeah I mean was he one was, of ten from the floor, yeah and and Brogdon uh,
2: was like five of twenty two or something five of like twenty two and one of ten from the range yeah uh yeah, yeah, so the fact that those two guys did that in a game uh in which we were in it that was a winnable game, it was a like, very winnable game, yeah, like we could have pulled that out at the end um yeah we like i said the the
1: foul trouble, so we were over the limit earlier than we needed to be, and like they kept getting to the line on silly fouls. Um, I thought that really threw us off. You know, you, you're right. The the, um, um, the the issue for me, though, is that uh, the Raptors were also really shorthanded, right? I mean, they were yeah. without Siakam. They were without Lowry. You know, uh, and nobody goes for 30. Um, I don't know. I, he- I heard an interview with Nate Bjorkman, Coach Nate, and, um, you know, he said he's going to be trying things defensively, Different things almost every game because he thinks Mm. it's really important for the team to have different defensive attacks for each team um, and that that he needs to see what's working, but not necessarily to find what works, but to make the team flexible to be able to do lots of defenses like, you know, defensive schemes. You know, because in my mind, you know, we, we hit upon something with this box and one that worked really well against the Warriors and really good well against the Portland. And then he apparently changed that def- defensive scheme up um, uh, for the next few games. And these defensively I believe, looked poor, um, particularly against, you know, Dallas and, and uh, L.A. But I suppose he's seeing the long game in this, which is. You know, at least my guys are learning a new defensive scheme, and maybe we can pull that out later, or whatnot. Um, it, it just it sucks as a fan to just get blown out when you think something's not working for a long game, you know?
2: Yeah. And what's interesting is that he, he plays the long game, uh, in that sense, you know, trying different schemes and whatnot, but he's not playing the long game in terms of, um, getting players experience, you know what I mean? And like, like developing his bench thus far to the degree that I thought he, he would, you know, like, you know, Brogdon and Sabonis in this game against Toronto each played, well Sabonis played 40 minutes and Brogdon played 38 right they're among the top five, I think in the NBA, as far as minutes per game, Um, you know, and he only goes eight deep in this game.
1: Well, and and, and maybe uh, throw Holliday something else at the wall. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, like, Aaron Holiday played what seventeen minutes, something like that. Like Aaron you know, Holiday
2: played ten minutes. Ten minutes.
1: Okay. Yeah, and it, it was twenty-five the game before. But yeah, he's he's not playing as much as I thought he'd be playing. Um, you're wondering whether Jeremy Lamb is going to come, you know, eat up some of his minutes, um, which is frustrating to me because I thought he was doing good things. Um, yeah. No, it's you're right. Is we're on a super short rotation. Um so he's experimenting with defensive schemes uh but not with you know player But personnel. like
2: still trying to get these wins, you know, at, at all cost or whatever. Right. Playing playing is, Sabonis into the ground. Right, exactly. Um which is great. I mean, it's good to compete, right? It's nice to compete in every game, but um Yeah, especially in these times where you know, like Without Warren or Lavert, which we're going to be in this situation for a long stretch, like, we're going to have to give some burn to, you know, the Edmund Sumners of the world and the Aaron Holliday's going to have to get more minutes and, uh, Jakar Sampson, you know, mm-hmm. and, and to my eye, and I mean, maybe I'm not a, uh, I know I am not, and, you know, a expert NBA, um, mind to the level of, of coach new Nate but these guys seem like when they get on the floor they do good things like it's it's not like a train wreck when they're out there so I don't right. understand why the limited trust in them I guess mm-hmm. I don't know or maybe I'm misinterpreting this and there's something matchup wise that just is there that's that that I don't see but
1: well you know it's possible you know if we want to try to give you know Nate the benefit of the doubt that maybe he's trying to really instill, you know, the stuff in his his core unit. You know, like, so I want to make sure my top eight guys really know the offense and they understand all these new defensive schemes before we start sort of giving the other guys burn and let them learn it, you know, so they can teach it. I mean, that's, that's the, the, the nicest way I can paint that picture. I mean, I don't really know – because I'm with you. Like, why are we drive, riding these guys into the ground? Especially in a game where, you know, I think in that game when we lost against the Clippers by, you know, we were, you know, down 30 or whatever. I think, you know, uh, Cassius Stanley got like one minute. Bataze got like two minutes. You know, it's like, how are we not getting these guys some burn when you, when you know this
2: game is lost? You know? Yep. And I have a good answer for you. Joe, you get an answer?
0: No, I mean I think that there's just like this um, you know pressure as an incoming coach, you know, you want to you know you want to get the wins. I mean, that's at the end of the day what your the metric is. And um, yeah, there's sort of yeah, you playing the you playing the long game and the short game and um, it may not uh it dep- not know. it depends on what the org if the organization is going to be understanding when when it takes some time to get going. I mean, yeah, there's there's guys out, and um, and
2: uh... yeah, and I mean, I'm all for the long, like. I think that playing the long game is the the better play. Like, I don't I don't think that this team is going to go, and and I don't think many teams in this particularly weird season are going to separate themselves uh, from the rest of of the you know mediocrity or whatever like there's gonna be a bunch of teams at or just around 500 i think um especially in the east um and that's and i'm saying that's within you know five to 10 games or something like that you're not gonna have a bunch of 60 win teams this year yeah um so i think it's totally worth it to to you know build your bench and and try these Experiment. new defensive schemes and and try some different things out like i have no problem with that and if we end up dropping a game because you know he left batadze on the floor for you know three minutes too long in the the second quarter like i don't know like first off i don't think that he can blow it that bad you know in those three minutes but you know if if we do drop those games, like it's not going to put us that far out of the pack that we're in danger of being a not like dropping out of the playoffs. And I think overall, this team is a good team. Like I think that we've shown that thus far. Like we're very talented, very deep, and have uh, a decent you know schematics and and on both ends of the floor to be successful. Like we've seen those in bits and pieces in in all of these games, right? And. You know, the, the wheels would really come off of this ship if, which is a horrible analogy, but uh, uh, if Brogdon or Sabonis goes down for any yeah, length of time. It's yeah, it's
1: right? done. He's relying so much on them, and that's what—they the, drive everything for us. They drive the offense. You know, you said we're deep, and I agree that we're deep, but I think one of the things that this last four games has shown us is that— um, when you take away sort of the safety net of an Oladipo and a, a TJ Warren, right? I mean, guys that can give you 25 just points. get a bucket, yeah. You know, um, that we have – we just have zero margin for error, right? So if Brogdon and uh, Sabonis have shitty scoring nights, we're going to lose that game. Whereas if you have those other pieces, you know, so – you know, it's possible when we all get healthy that that a, um, a Karis LaVert, a TJ Warren, Jeremy Land coming off the bench, and McBuckets having a great year. You know, uh, Turner looked real confident scoring, going to the rack and hitting threes this game. You know, you're going to have scoring options all over the floor. And if somebody's cold, you can just move away from them and still win that game. But right now, with Warren out and, and LaVert out, like, there's actually – we have a lot of talent, but we don't necessarily have enough to – to get us enough points in the new NBA, right? Like, Brogdon and and Sabonis aren't going to give you 40, you know? They might give you 30, but they're not giving you 40.
2: Well, especially not when, you know, coaches are going to start doing what Nick Nurse did today, Mm -hmm. which is taking away, like, designing defenses to take those guys away and make these other guys beat you. So we might as well put these other guys in positions where they're taking shots and learning how to score and having the ball in their hands. And and then it makes it harder for for coaches to scheme that way. Yeah,
0: because yeah, I mean, there's only there's a handful of players that are that are at the level that like scheming against them is is enough to stop them. You know, like if you know LeBron and uh, Durant and and Harden and, and guys of that caliber. And that might be know, it.
1: That might be the whole list. I mean, that I mean, might be because you list, can scheme against Giannis and slow him down a little bit.
0: You know we still going to get the mvp like <laughs> i mean but you know players yeah, yeah. of that caliber yeah. um uh you know you can you can stop them enough but you know when they I, I agree with you jason i think that um we don't have guys like that and um so it would be in our best interest to raise the level uh, across the board um, cuz yeah we've got
2: you know brogden and sabonis and and yeah, and the, these guys have shown that they're capable. Like that's sure. the thing. That's the thing that befuddles me. Like it would be one thing if we had thrown Ed Sumner out there and in, in, you know, some games, and he just looked like a, a fish out of water and and didn't look comfortable and was lost defensively all the time and all that stuff. That's not the case. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah. you put him out there. You put Aaron Holiday out there. You put Samson, Samson out there yeah. for. Christ's sake like he does good things like yeah, i just uh, don't know like i
1: mean goga put does good things i know i know that he does get lost defensively more than the other guys you mentioned sure, but he does but good things he's
2: a second year big guy yeah to yeah, yeah. take him five years to figure out how to play defense yeah. in the nba right. right
0: and it's gonna go faster when he's on the floor right exactly right. yeah
2: yeah i mean at the same time i don't want to overreact i guess and and read too much into it it was a one in three week you know yeah Played some stiff competition with injuries, with, with a little bit of injuries going on. Like let's let's try to not overreact. I guess and see what. Okay, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Counter, no, counterpoint.
1: No, way, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I would say that that our <laughs> our, button? Uh-huh. our rebounding liability right now is a real concern. Um totally. it's something that um, you know we've got one of the best rebounders in the league on our team, and yet we're still getting beat nightly on the boards Um, I think um, you know if you look at our overall offensive rating we're ninth and our defensive rating is 13th which suggests uh, a team that's right above 500 which is where we're at right now you know so it's possible that you know coming out and being the you know having the second best record in the the east for a while was just a little bit of smoke and mirrors you know I mean we might be who we are right now Um, And I'm with you. I think that the new coach is doing great stuff, and I think we look more competent offensively. Um, And I think with all of our talent, basically what we have is just a ton of really good players. If we can get all of them healthy and doing what Coach wants, I think we'll be a really dangerous team. But, you know, I'm looking at the schedule and going, all right, next week you'll you'll go through the games of the week here, uh, Jason. But, not this week, but next week we play the Sixers, the Grizzlies, the Bucks, the Pelicans, the Jazz, then the Nets. Like that's a murderer's row, right? Except maybe the Pelicans. Um, you know, this could get worse before it gets better. That's all I'm saying.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, in the immediate future, we the uh, Pacers play Monday, uh, hosting Toronto again in a back-to-back uh, situation at the Fieldhouse. Tickets available. I think uh, fans were in the seat. Ticket, first ticket a game was uh, today. Anyway, yeah, so. that's right. And uh, poor Nate Bjorkren's not going to sleep tonight. He's going to be up all night trying mm. to scheme to figure out something to right. beat his old coach. Let's uh, do it. But, yeah. Wednesday and Friday, the Pacers travel to Charlotte uh, for another one of these back to, or whatever, play the same team twice in a row. <laughs> Both of those in Charlotte. And then uh, Sunday, uh, as Colson mentioned, back in the Fieldhouse hosting the Sixers. We probably won't talk about that game next week, but yeah, Sixers are playing good ball. So it'd be great to get revenge against Toronto and uh, try to sweep that Charlotte set and then be in a, you know. Next week we'll be sitting here, and in, in Colson will be elated, you know, flying off the Cause, ceiling. Because we'll cause, about Nate Yorker in for Coach of the Year. So because be, we will have know. swept this week. Is that what you're calling for? That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, so
1: is is the game of the week the Raptors Raptors game then? Because we got to get this this revenge game.
2: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Why not? <laughs> um, I'm sure we'll have a scheme for OG and um at least. Because he lit us up for thirty. Also, fun fact, he's on my fantasy team but he was on my bench. So Nice. Was, yeah.
2: <laughs> Classic Colson. Well, I mean, you know, like the other thing is Bjorkren will get no sleep and then he'll get this uh in his podcast feed, you know, when he's running on the treadmill for a six o'clock run or whatever and uh you know, he'll 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 the light will dawn on him. He'll he yes. What what was I thinking? Ed Summer, get in there, you know. Win us a ball game, buddy. Oh,
1: Bataze. Yeah, exactly. That's what we need. Yeah. And also, oh, yeah, put somebody on OG Ananobi. See, this is what we're here for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> put a hand in his face. <laughs> Here's an idea. Don't just leave him unguarded. <laughs> uh, again, shout out, Miles Turner. Just an absolute beast. This is a heck of a game uh, today. And, uh, you know, look good. He's, he's got a bandage on his hand. I'm sure that... that tendon is probably still loose i don't know i don't think that i don't think bones go back that quickly thanks Um, doctor yeah and um and then uh shout out to sabonis i've got a uh stat of the week for you joe it's illegal but go on (laughs) (laughs) um before uh sunday's game sabonis and uh nikola Jokic both had started the season with 15 double doubles Joey, can you name the last pair of players that started a season with 15 double-doubles?
0: A pair of players? Uh, I'm going to say Jermaine O'Neal and let's go with Shaquille O'Neal. Ooh, I like that. Oh. The O'Neill brothers. Yeah, that's O'Neal, good. O'Neal.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. O'Neal. That's not true, but I really like that guess. I'm going to give you points just for the guess. Yes. Uh, Jason, you got a guess?
2: I, I actually saw this in the broadcast today. Yeah. They they said it. Uh, which was really cool. It's Chamberlain and Nate Thurman. I think Nate
1: Thurman, yeah. 1967. 67. Dang.
2: So, All right, yeah. Pacers were just uh coming into the league. So, yeah. that's right. How could they coming into existence. So. Just a baby franchise at that time.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> but shout out. Uh, and, of course, uh, Sabonis went ahead and got his 16th double-double to start a season uh, just with only 10 points because he was one of 10, but uh, 19 rebounds. So shout out.
0: Did you guys see the um, triple-double this week with uh, 10 blocks? Uh, who was that? I just saw this. Um. Clint
1: Capella. Mm. Um, also, speaking of triple-doubles, uh, did you see Sabonis' triple-double got taken away? <clears throat> oh, no. Yeah, so uh, in the Orlando game, he had nine assists. Uh, they gave him ten because he uh, passed to uh, an open Brogdon who nailed a three. Then they later rescinded his three-pointer because his foot was on the line. You know when they stopped the game game stoppage? They went back and took those mm. three points away. Um, and it took away Sabonis' triple-double. I call shenanigans.
2: Totally.
0: Capella had 13 points, 19 rebounds, and 10 blocks as the Hawks beat the Timberwolves. Not bad. Not, Not bad at bad all. Not bad at all.
1: So it's just every team like 8 and 8 right now? Is that just what it is? It's just everybody's 500?
0: Well, there's a lot of that. Yeah.
1: I feel like the whole. The whole league is 8-8 eight eight right now. Except for the Lakers. Right. And the Jazz, for some reason.
0: And the Clippers. Yeah. And the... Uh, and the or, I'm sorry. And the, uh, the... Pistons. Pistons.
2: That's what I'm thinking of. Well, and the Wizards, because they haven't gotten anywhere near uh, 16 games played. That's true.
0: <laughs> yeah. They're like five games behind the rest of the league.
1: whole lot of COVID.
0: Yeah. Alright team uh, Well I think that should call it for this show We'll be back with you on Thursday With another one Going on some deep dives um, Until then you can hit us up on social media We're on Twitter at Undebeatables We're on Facebook.com uh, Our website is com. There's a contact form there You can send us a message You can send us an email Shout out at Undebeatables. And, of course, if you head to patreon.com slash undebeatables, that's where you can support us for as little as a dollar a month. It uh, really helps support the show and uh, and keep us doing what we're doing.
1: For the architect and should-be Hall of Famer Donnie Walsh and our once-and-always coach, now in the Hall of Fame, Bobby Sick Leonard. Complicated. (laughs) I was confused there for a minute. Turn out the lights. The party's
2: over. That was the most demented snowflake yet. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: demented snowflake was my fan <laughs> <band> name <laughs> in high school. <laughs> it's
2: not bad. It's
0: not bad. I laughed. I cried. It's all over the place. Pretty much. That's pretty much it. Um, but this but it's you're not throwing it to me though, you
1: throw it to Jason.
0: Yep. I can throw it to you then you can throw it to Jason. Okay, perfect. <laughs> yeah, I like it. <laughs> you know what? I'll cut out Get the, the hockey end. assist. Yeah. <laughs>